Digitally Generated Autism Awareness Design Vector Did you know April is Autism Awareness Month? Are you familiar with autism, also known as Autism Spectrum Disorder, ASD? Autism is a very complex developmental disorder where no two individuals with it are exactly alike. This is why it is called a spectrum disorder it is a collection of like symptoms among individuals. There is much debate regarding whether or not Asperger's syndrome and other pervasive developmental disorders are in fact a part of ASD. In 2013, the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, DMS-5, and for the purpose of this article I will discuss autism as a spectrum disorder, encompassing all of these facets. This subject is near and dear to me because not only is my son on the spectrum, but I have several other family members that are as well. In my personal and professional experience, I have found that ASD has an unfortunate stigma surrounding it. Many individuals do not fully understand the disorder or individuals with it. My goal with this article is to shed some light on ASD, to help others understand and react to individuals and families of ASD with compassion and empathy, not judgment or sympathy. What is ASD? As mentioned previously, ASD is a complex developmental disorder. The cause is unknown at this time, although researchers believe there to be a component of both genetics, there have been specific genes linked to ASD and environmental factors, although they admit they do not know what environmental factors as possibilities. Current theories suggest there is a disruption in the way brain cells communicate with each other, causing stereotypical behaviors slash symptoms of ASD. As I have explained it to my son, your brain just works differently than some others. ASD is most often recognized and diagnosed in children, this is not to say that adults cannot have ASD, those children grow up eventually to be adults. There has been a rise in clinical diagnosis of ASD in recent years, but I believe this is a product of better screening and more awareness in the medical community as of more recent years. Since this is a disorder based on clinical symptoms slash behaviors, there are no blood tests or imaging studies used to diagnose ASD. What are the symptoms of ASD? As alluded previously, there is a wide range of severity of symptoms, but in general individuals with ASD have some degree of social impairment and communication difficulties, delayed speech or nonverbal, inability to see nonverbal cues, difficulty understanding or expressing own or others' feelings, as well as repetitive and characteristic behaviors, hand flapping slash twisting, rocking back and forth, limited areas of interest, difficulty with disruption of perceived routines. Further complicating matters, are the comorbid conditions that often accompany ASD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, ADHD ADD, Depression and Anxiety, Obsessive Compulsive Disorder, OCD, Tick Disorders. In 2007, the American Academy of Pediatrics, AAP, started recommending the screening of all children for ASD. The most common symptoms in this evaluation include Greater than very early indicators that require evaluation by an expert include, no babbling or pointing by age 1, no single words by age 16 months or two word phrases by age 2, no response to name, loss of language or social skills previously acquired, poor eye contact, excessive lining up of toys or objects, no smiling or social responsiveness. Greater than. Greater than later indicators include impaired ability to make friends with peers, impaired ability to initiate or sustain a conversation with others, absence or impairment of imaginative and social play, repetitive or unusual use of language, abnormally intense or focused interest, 
preoccupation with certain objects or subjects, inflexible adherence to specific routines or rituals. Greater than. Greater than National Institute of Health, 2015. There are several other assessment tools that have been used in clinical practice to screen for ASD. You can view a list of common ones here. Unfortunately, diagnosis is often missed in individuals who are high-functioning. Symptoms may be less obvious in toddler and preschool years, leading to a later diagnosis, if any diagnosis is recognized at all, as reported here and here. This leads to significant gaps in care for individuals and families with ASD. Treatment for ASD There is no cure for ASD, at this time. Current treatments include behavior modification therapies, speech therapy, physical therapy, and medications, for treating comorbidities. There has been some recent research that has supported the use of probiotics, digestive enzymes, and specialized diet modifications, specifically in reference to proteins, as a means of healing the gut-brain axis that appears to be damaged in individuals with ASD. There have also been other research claims that nutritional therapies that focus on decreasing food additives and increasing vitamin and mineral supplementation helps with management of some symptoms that can be found here. However, both sources note how challenging implementing any diet modifications can be in individuals with ASD, as they often are notoriously defined as picky eaters smell and taste are often altered in these individuals and they are extremely texture-oriented. Lapses of care Given the many unknowns of ASD and limitations in treatment options, there are several lapses in care for individuals and families with ASD. The following viewpoint comes from one of both personal and professional experience. Although ASD is not a new diagnosis, it is still not commonly recognized amongst the medical community. The problem lies with the fact that this disorder is ultimately diagnosed and treated as a psychological disorder. This is why it falls under a psychiatric diagnostic manual. Medicine has long had great difficulty in recognizing and treating psychiatric disorders effectively, although, it has made great strides to increase awareness and diagnosis, there are many gaps that still remain. As I alluded earlier, I believe the rise in diagnoses of ASD is related to greater recognition and diagnoses of ASD. There are many adults, who I have come across professionally and personally, that without a shadow of doubt would fall under an ASD diagnosis but have never been evaluated. ASD is ultimately just a label for a series of common behaviors some with more severe and obvious behaviors than others. The ultimate goal in ASD treatment is one of functionality. By the time someone reaches adulthood, it is presumed that they are able to function on their own. While some struggle more than others, and to varying degrees, most adults have learned to adjust behaviors to function independently. Early assessment and intervention is key to achieving optimal functioning. However, with missed ASD diagnosis happening frequently, children are not getting the therapies they need at a crucial time of development. Further compounding this issue is the financial burden that therapies create for families. In 2005, the CDC estimated that medical treatment for ASD was $10,709 annually. That number has surely risen in the last 15 years. Additionally, Behavior modification therapies are estimated to be between $40 and $60,000 a year. In Arizona, if a child is diagnosed under the age of 6, they can qualify for assistance from the Arizona Department of Economic Security, Division of Developmental Disabilities, DDD, with just that diagnosis. However, after the age of 6, 
those with ASD must also show significant limitations in daily life skills due to their qualifying diagnosis in three different areas determined by the DDD. Public schools have closed the gap somewhat, extending some services to children as needed for success in the classroom. Call to Action I stated early on that my goal was to help provide a better understanding of what ASD is. The bottom line here is that no two individuals with ASD are alike, and the struggles that they and their families go through may be similar in some cases, but are different as well. If you are a family that has a child who is working through an ASD diagnosis, reach out for support if you haven't already. There are many websites that offer support Autism Speaks and Raising Special Kids are just two examples that offer additional resources for families. If you're like me, someone with a high-functioning kid, just trying to figure it all out and do the best job you can with the resources you have because anything additional is overwhelming, know that you are not alone and that it's okay to not have it all together. Or maybe you don't have an official diagnosis, but have a child that you're concerned about, talk with your pediatrician. If you don't get a response you feel comfortable about, keep searching. Reach out to a developmental pediatrician, they are the experts in this, among other developmental issues, or go to your school district, as long as your child is at least three years of age. If you're in the community and you come across a family who is struggling with behaviors, whether that be tantrums or even picky eating, don't judge or shame them. That is the last thing they need. And don't feel pity for them either. Give grace. Be encouraging. Families who are struggling with behaviors are already dealing with feelings of frustration and inadequacy, adding to that only makes a difficult situation worse. Offer tangible help, not unwanted advice, if you can. As always, thank you for taking the time to read this article. I am available for any questions you may have regarding this or any other topic. You can email me at info at kingdomwellnessfamilyhealth.com or call or text 623-687-2112. Also be sure to subscribe to my blog for all updates, and like, follow and share my social media pages Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you found this information helpful, please write me a review on Google. God bless you.